0: It's good to be saved, amen? Amen. Praise God for such a wonderful salvation. I'm going to have a word of prayer to start off with because when you get older, sometimes you forget. And I don't want to forget to pray for the service tonight. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful for your love for us. Thank you for Calvary. Thank you for your son that came willingly to die that we might have eternal life. And Lord, I pray if there's not one that's here that's not safe, that they might consider where they're going to spend eternity. Thank you, Lord, for all that you do for us. I pray that you'd fill me with thy Holy Spirit, Lord. I can't do anything without you. I need your help, Lord. I need your strength and your guidance, Lord. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I'd like to thank all the volunteer help that put all the decorations here. Just did a wonderful job and those that do it every year just looks beautiful I talked to one lady about the cantata and she said she's so excited about the cantata that she says there's such a unity in the the people that are singing in the choir that's a great thing to have isn't it to have that unity in the Lord you know what This is a powerful book. There's a lot of power in this book. Amen? Amen. You know, the the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 12, for the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing of soul and spirit, and is of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. I was preparing this week for my Sunday school class, First John chapter 3. And it's all about loving other people, caring for other people and meeting their needs. And I'm working through the lesson like any other week, and all of a sudden I came across this verse, First John chapter 3 and verse 20, for if our heart condemn us, And that was the word of God that cut right into my heart like a two and I just broke down, started weeping. I said, oh, Lord, forgive me for not loving the people the way I should, for not loving people the way I should. But then you read further, but God is greater and he can take that that heart of mine and change it to love people more, to love our world more. Pray for me that I will. Well, you heard the pastor, characters of Christmas, the angels. And my topic for tonight is worship, how the angels worship. You know, in Exodus chapter 20, verse 1 to 5, God talks about some of the commandments, the first two, that they weren't to have any other God except God. And they weren't to bow down to it or serve it. And we're not to bow down to false gods. We're not to serve a false god. Because there is no god except the one god. And if you're here tonight and you're not saved, and you're, you're serving a false god, or maybe you're serving a false god as a Christian, it, it's a false god, it's not real. And you can't, you can't serve, you can't, you can't bow down to god in a lost condition. You can't worship God in a lost condition. You have to be saved. And the angels, we're not to worship angels. We're not to bow down to anything else that God has created. In Revelation uh, chapter 22 and verse number eight, uh, the apostle John writes, and I, John, saw these things and heard them. All this that in the Book of Revelation, and when I had heard and seen, I fell down to worship before the feet of the angel, which showed me these things. Then saith he unto me, the angel, see thou do it not, for I am thy fellow servant, and of thy brethren, the prophets, and of them which keep the sayings of this book, worship God. Worship God and God only, and the angels are no different. They are to worship God. Uh, turn to Luke chapter 2. Luke chapter 2. And verse number 8. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in their field, keeping their watch over their flock by night. And lo, an angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people the joy of salvation, that a soul can be saved from a burning hell by trusting in Jesus, realizing they're a sinner, realizing their sin will send them to a Christless eternity and then turning to Jesus, realizing that he's alive and that he can save them. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger and suddenly... The theme is a message of worship. The, an angel means a messenger, and there are good, holy angels, and there are bad, evil angels that fell from their first estate. Second Peter chapter two and verse four: For God spared not the angels that sinned, but cast them down into hell and delivered them into chains of darkness to be reserved unto judgment. Revelation chapter 12 and verse seven to nine. And there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon. And the dragon fought and his angels and prevailed not. Neither was their place found anymore in heaven. And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called, I like that, that old serpent. That old serpent. I mean, he's getting old and his time is up and he knows that it's going to be soon gone. When the, when the rapture takes place, he's got seven years and he's going to be cast in, into a pit, Amen. the bottomless pit for a thousand years. Amen. Amen. Now it will be loose for a season, but he's an old angel, but he's still got a lot of power. He does a lot of damage. That great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceiveth the, the whole world. He's deceived everyone that's ever been born in this world. He deceives them. He was cast out into the earth and his angels were cast out with him. So we have good angels and we have evil angels. The good angels serve God, according to Psalm, we're not going to read these, I'm just going to, if you want to write them down. The good angels serve God, Psalm 103, verse 20. They praise the Lord, Psalm 148, verse 2. They are sent to protect, in Genesis 19, 1 through 19, two angels are sent to save Lot and his family. A host of angels is sent to help Jacob when he is on his way to meet his brother Genesis chapter 32, verse one and two. God appeared as an angel to Hagar in the desert. Genesis chapter 16, verse seven to verse 13. They are sent to destroy Israel's enemies. Second Kings chapter 19, verse 35, the Assyrians. In the New Testament, the angels appear first accounts to Zechariah in the announcement birth of John the Baptist, Luke chapter 1, verse 11, and verse 18 to 20, and in the announcement to Mary, verse 26 to verse 38, of bringing forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. Angels are ministering spirits. They hold hold a high uh, place that God created them. Hebrews chapter one, verse 14, are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister to them who shall be the heirs of salvation? You've heard many things about guardian angels. Are there guardian angels or are there not? I think God has sent angels to protect us. I think he protected me before salvation. I was in a car wreck as a teenager and the car was totaled. But God spared my life. I think he sent an angel to to protect me. There is a rank in their service. There's the archangels, Michael and Gabriel. Some have the task of gathering the lost to be cast into hell, Matthew chapter 13, verse 41 to verse 42. They worship Jesus, Hebrews chapter 1, verse 6. And again, when he bringeth into the first begotten into the world, and he saith, and let all the angels of God worship him. Amen. The angels worship God. And if an angel is holy, without sin, and worships God, how much more should we worship God? Amen. I found this lately in my life that I don't worship God enough. If I worship God enough, then maybe I'd have more love for people. Angels ministered to the Lord. Psalm 91 verse 11. and Matthew 4 and 11, when Jesus was tempted of the devil, the devil leaveth him, and behold, angels came and ministered unto him. They came and ministered to the Savior. What a task that, what, that must have been. Wow. Angels do his command. Psalm 103 verse 20, bless, it, bless ye the Lord, Ye his angels that excel in strength, that do his commandments, hearkening unto the voice of his word. You've heard it said before. In heaven, everybody does God's will. When God says something, they move. When God tells us something, that's not always the case, is it? They minister to children. But it will be one day. We'll all move. The new heaven and the new earth, and there'll be no more sin. When God says to do something, we'll do it with joy and gladness they minister to children Matthew chapter 18 verse 10 take heed that ye despise not one of these little ones for I say unto you that in heaven their angels do always behold the face of my father which is in heaven oh God help us They marry not, according to Matthew chapter 22 and verse 30. They also gather the elect. Matthew chapter 24, verse 31, in the second coming of Christ. They have a a task, they have a job that they do for the Lord. They are holy. Matthew chapter 25, verse 31. When the Son of Man shall come in his glory and all his holy angels with him. He's gonna bring bringing us too, we'll be with him, riding on horses at the second coming. Angels are ready at God's command. Matthew chapter 26, verse 53, uh, the Lord said in, the, in Gethsemane, thinkest thou not that I can now pray to my Father, and he shall presently give me more than 12 legions of angels? A legion is a great multitude. An indefinite number. Some say that this multitude was, they figured it out to be 72,000 angels. I don't know if that's true or not, but the power of just one angel, but having a whole multitude, an indefinite number. Angels can take the form of a man. Hebrews chapter 13, verse two. Be not forgetful to entertain strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels unawares. I often think about that when I see somebody on the street and they're, they're digging through a garbage can and I walk by. Maybe that's an angel that God sent to bear witness against me because I didn't see that and help that, that needy person. They are ordered to pour out the wrath of God upon the earth during the great tribulation period. The seals are opened, the trumpets sound, the vials are poured out by these angels. The, the main, most important thing for an angel is to worship God. Worship, prostrate oneself in homage, do reverence to, adore, admire, 2 Thessalonians chapter 1 and verse 10 when he shall come to be glorified in his saints and admired in all them that believe because our testimony in all all them that believe in that day we will admire the Lord Jesus. Jesus told Satan Matthew chapter 4 and verse 10 thus saith Jesus unto him get thee Hence Satan, for it is written, thou shalt worship the Lord thy God and him only shalt thou serve. There is nobody else that you can worship. You can worship a false God and you can have a false salvation, but it's not going to do any good because it's false. There's only one true God and there's only one true worship, and that is to worship God. Worship God. Angels like created by God. Genesis chapter one and verse or two and verse one. Thus the heavens and the earth were finished and all the host of them. The angels worshipped the Savior, Christ the Lord, Emmanuel, God with us, Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, Messiah, the promised deliverer of the Jewish nation, the Savior of all mankind. Romans chapter three and verse 29. Is he the God of the Jews only? Is he not also of the Gentiles? Yes, of the Gentiles Also, he died for all mankind. He paid the price for all man's sin. And all we have to do is receive that free gift and he gives us eternal life. And we shall never perish. Neither shall any man pluck us out of the Father's hand. And I give unto them eternal life and they shall never perish. Amen. Amen. Galatians chapter 3, verse 28. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither bond nor free. There is neither neither male nor female. For all, for our all one in Christ. Everybody that's in this building tonight that's saved, you're in Christ. We're all in Christ and Christ in us. Turn to Revelation chapter seven. Revelation chapter seven, please. And we're going to read a couple of verses there. (laughs) Revelation chapter seven. And verse number 11. There's a great gathering around the throne. Revelation chapter seven, verse 11. And all the angels stood round about the throne and about the elders and the four beasts and fell before the throne on their faces and worshiped God. They fell on their faces, the angels, all the angels fell on their faces and they worshiped God. And how did they worship God? Saying, amen, blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be unto our God forever and ever Amen. They worship God. The angels say amen. This word amen is a certainty. It's the truth. Verily. It's something to trust in. It's reliable. To trust in God. Amen. The blessing. The word here blessing. The act or means of invoking worship or praise. God is worthy of both. Glory. Glory. The word glory, praise, honor, and respect, God's favor and protection. The word wisdom, this is all of God. The ability to judge, the faculty to discern right and truth, and to judge or act accordingly. Sound judgment, common sense, wisdom is of God. We're lacking that today, aren't we, common sense? Uh, Where is our sense when we say a man is a woman and a woman is a man and they don't even know if it's a woman or a man. And, and you get, now you, you have to, uh, uh, when you sign, uh, you do some the document and you say are a male or female then they got what, whatever else they put in there. I don't even remember what they put there, but it's something. They're, you know, how crazy are we? Other. Glory. Wisdom. James chapter 1 and verse 5, you know the verse. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that give it to all men liberally and upbraideth not and it shall be given to him. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 30. But unto him are ye in Christ Jesus who of God is made unto us wisdom and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. And when I read that, that Jesus Christ is our wisdom. He's our wisdom. If a man fears God, the first thing of wisdom is to fear God. Fear Jesus. He's able to destroy both soul and body in a place called hell. That's a fearful thing to die and go to a Christless eternity, especially when He's warned us. That we can sit here and hear about Jesus and say no. When I got saved, I, I think if I would have said no, I I don't know what would have happened to me. I've often thought about it. Wow, if I would have said no at that time when God revealed Himself to me so graciously, and, and I was broken over my sin. And then I said, What do I need to do? What if I would have said no, I don't believe this stuff. I'm getting out of here. I might not have got across the street. I might have got hit by a car. I don't know. How can we tempt God? Thanksgiving, this word thanksgiving here in this verse is for what God has done. Thanksgiving for salvation, for protection, for provision. The Old Testament worship was part of thanksgiving. For feasts and Passover, that was part of their worship. Of of their Passover feast was worship, honor. This word here, honor, in verse twelve, respect paid to God. Second Corinthians chapter twenty-nine, verse twelve: Both riches and honor come of Thee, and Thou reignest over all. And in Thy hand is to make great, and to give strength unto all. It's through God. If we're anything, it's because of God. If we've done anything in this world, it's because of God. If you have a great name and if you're a great king in this world, it's because of God. David was a great man. It was because of God. He took a shepherd boy and made him a great king. And one day he'll be a prince, second to the Lord in the millennial period on a throne. Because of God. And the word here, power, the actual or potential possession of control, authority, or influence over others. True power, this is from a Bible dictionary true power, which includes the effective exercise of authority, belongs only to God. Only to God belongs this power. He has all power in heaven and earth. And he says, Go and preach the gospel to every creature that they might turn to me. Might the ability or power to do or accomplish and God will accomplish and he is accomplishing he will accomplish his will it will be done he's making all things new he's taking care of the wicked he's pulling the wicked out of this this uh, ungodly world every day and sending them to their doom because they refuse to turn to God and he'll do it to all that refuse he's not willing that any perish but he will judge and he will make things new and we'll have peace for eternity And we're all part of that. We're on the winning side. The angels, the highest form is to worship God. Which should be our highest form? As what takes place around the throne of God. They're falling down and worshiping the Lord. The angels praise and glorify God and proclaim peace to and goodwill to man through the Lord Jesus Christ. That that angel had the opportunity to make that acclamation, announcement, peace, goodwill towards man. And, And I got that goodwill. And you got it when you got saved, that goodwill from Jesus. Amen. Amen. As holy, the angels worship the one who created them and praise him. How much also should we praise and worship the one who came for the purpose of dying for us to save our soul? The son of man came to, came to seek and to save that which was lost, Luke nineteen ten. He came to seek and to save that which was lost. He came and he sought me and brought me and I was running from God, but he kept after me. And after me, until he got me to a place where I trusted him as savior. He didn't force himself on me, but he gave me the opportunity. He gave me a great opportunity to trust him. And I trusted him and hallelujah, I'm saved today. And I can glorify his name from this pulpit tonight. Praise God. Praise Jesus for my salvation, saving a sinful, wretched sinner like me, vile as vile could be. John 4:23 But the hour cometh and now is when the true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth for the Father seeketh such to worship him he's seeking us to worship him he wants us to fellowship with him he's a jealous god John 4:24 God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. And if you don't have salvation, you're a dead spirit. You can't, that spirit can't worship God. You're dead in sins and trespasses and you need to be born again to trust Jesus as your savior. Let's bow forward a prayer. Thank you, Lord, for your love for us. Thank you that we can worship you for who you are. I pray, Lord, that you would speak to hearts as we have this invitation time. I pray, Lord, that you would help us, Lord, to draw nearer to you than what we are. Help me to draw nearer to you, Lord. I pray if there's one here that doesn't know you as Savior, Lord, that hasn't trusted you, that you'd give them that opportunity to be saved. Heads bowed and eyes closed. If you're like that tonight and you say, Pastor Paul, I need to be saved. I need to trust Jesus as my Savior. Nobody's looking, nobody's peeking. You say, Pastor Paul, I need Jesus as my Savior. And I'd like someone to show me from the Bible how I can be saved. Is there anybody like that? Anybody? know? Would you hold your hand up? Would you hold your hand up? Let's all stand. Let's all stand. Heads bowed and eyes closed. Having an invitation time, if you'd like to come to the altar and pray. The altar's open.